Google Play staat te stil als een beats me. Ons maak maar voor de intro. This is the Babbling Heads. I am DJ Fingers. Yo, what's up? I'm the Bass 187 and we got Charlie Ecstasy on the decks. Um, so today, vandaag is een lekker surprise. Um, die prijs is like, like um, die die, die meeste hype create nou in die, in die, in die afgelopen twee maanden, is het twee maanden, drie maanden? Twee, drie maanden, ja. Mm. So yeah, we've got the crowbar and we have the lady that needs no introduction. Uh, the one that scooped got uh, the scoop on on Cobra to 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 be on on a label, uh, Celeste Mitchell. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with Crowbar. Let's get a Crowbars. Crowbars. Sorry, this is it. Yeah. Crowbars. Sorry, Celeste. Um, let's start with we grew up. We all started. Where did we begin? Rap learned and all that thing. Okay. So my name is Kyle. Um, surname Fulman. I'm from Parkwood. Okay, I crowbars. So yeah, I mean, is it? <laughs> but crowbars. Um, it's a name I got for myself only recently. But I've been rapping since 2009, man. Um, I've always like just did it for the love and for the streets, willing to drop my music for free and so forth. Never did wanted to do it for fame and so, but yeah. Uh, so in 2010, I, there was this other rappers from Belar, they were rapping and one of my friends was linked to them and um, they were CTB rappers, Renny Boyle and Aymana, but okay. So we actually got programs from them and and from there, I started writing lyrics. Uh, just like raw lyrics, just bars, just a lot of bars, man. And my friend came into it. He was with me on that one, the one who actually made me famous now in you know, this oh, time. Man. But yeah, so he came on there. He wrote a few bars and we made the first track. After that, we started enjoying it, writing new music and so forth, and it died out again made numbers in my room and so forth it died out over the years um yeah and then in i recorded my last track um since this ones that i've recorded now i've recorded the last one in 2013 after that it was pop and then um now we recorded again um uh, because he posted a video of me online man mm. nobody i didn't even want him to post it and we didn't think that this is going to get so much views, man. And in the same night, I think it was something like 2,000 or 3,000 views. And from there, it just went up. I think it's now almost 100k, over 100k, because it was like separated, man. But yeah, and since then, I was I had, I had was in agreements with labels and other people. But then I met Celeste, obviously. And then when I met Celeste... Um, the labels they they um, restricted me from posting anything else, man. Yeah. So Celeste came and she said, "No, but um, I, I have a plan for us, man." And I liked that, her idea because I wasn't feeling comfortable with the people that I had agreements with. Mm. So I posted the next video, the second one, and from there I saw. But the likes are still like on that yeah. level, mm. and then we just kept on posting, posting, posting until. We went forward with our ideas now, and that this is where we are right now. Like, I mean, we shot our first video, um, second video compared to class and all of that. But yeah, 
it's just it's going bigger right now. Celest. So yeah, like Carl said, his friend posted a video of him. So three years ago, I decided that I'm finally going to do this thing, the label thing, and invest my time and energy in someone. But I wasn't sure who yet. And uh, last year, I went in and I registered the business without an artist or anything. I just, you know, did my thing there. And then I was looking for someone, you know, silently watching, sharing people's stuff, um, asking people to tag me and stuff if they find stuff. And someone tagged me in his video. When I saw it for the first time, it had like 7,000 views. And then, like, I was just, I would watch it, like, every now and then. And then the views started climbing and I just, I fell in love with the video and him as an artist as well. Mm. Like there was just something so special about him, something that I haven't seen. You know what it is? I remind me by that yesterday video remind me by and um fifty. <laughs> fifty the guy with a wave and and a die video um uh um say rhyme but that's a that's a that's a, a melody to it man. Yes. So fifty like a guy don't something some it's something it's um, um to watch. I don't wanna give brand. too much away about how Carl writes, but I will say that his writing style has a lot to do with the end product and what you hear okay. in the songs. But there was just something extra about him, something special, you know, something, because you guys know I've been seeing lots of artists over the nine years yeah. that I've mm. been doing the show at that radio station. Every single week I would see MCs, um, but no one on this level. Mm. I literally got goosebumps every time I watched this video. Um, and then I reached out to him. I, nobody knew his name. Nobody knew mm. where he lived. Yeah, I was a ghost on social media <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three months ago. So all we knew is that he's from Parkwood. And then I sent out a message. And I was like, guys, please help me find him. Mm. And that same night, someone gave me his phone number and his name. And the next morning, I found him. Where in Parkwood is that? Over the city at the address. Francis Court, by the Sokoville. I believe by the Sokoville. Look, fun fact. I could actually crescent gaan in Parkwood. Falcon Falcon Road. Oh, okay, okay. Masit. Ik zie nou ja. Ik heb daar Chris aan, ik heb mijn bra. Zijn. Oh nee. Ik ken Parkwood zo, pitsie, pitsie. Ja, maar de goedste is was van Parkwood, hè? Ja, ja, ja. Dat is Falconway. Ja, dat is van Falconway. I think also what, what struck me from the video um, and was the fact that you were relaxed. There wasn't anything fake about it. You it was so easy. It looked it was, easy. Ja, het was like, kijk, ik heb het gezegd in mijn top. En ik heb een buzz, ik heb mijn buzz aan en het is gewoon me flowing. So I think a lot of rappers put in these different personas or they trying to find that niche, especially in Cape Town. It's like either you're sounding American or you're doing the straight Khoisan uh, or you're doing the uh, Afrikaaps. Mm, so yeah. you're, doing, you're doing certain styles, but I've seen you switch it up as well in, your, in, your, in yeah. your videos. So, yeah, I mean, we coming on oldie, Pop Cooper. Uh, we don't claim to be heads, so to say. But we've been in the industry a long time. Uh, we've, like Sade said, we've seen people come and go. Um, people tend, like you said, you had your ebb and flow with any pop. You were out for a couple of years, couple of years you just chilled. And as it comes to you, but one thing is hip hop wants, it, wants to be able to cut with it. It never lets it go. Yeah, no. So, um, yeah, and no, no, I understand, like for a lot of people, there's, and you have to pay the bills, and it's cockard to actually survive and have a viable, sustainable livelihood within the hip-hop industry. I mean, a lot of us have to do 10 different things. We're doing podcasts now. That's mm. another avenue that we're pursuing besides performing, hosting events, etc., um, workshops and things like that. So um, from my side, as in terms of youth development, how are you plowing back into the community, into the lightest in the courts by you? 
are you offering them tips in terms of what you've learned over the years in your in your journey now having worked with different crews and obviously seeing what it is now when, once you've encountered labels what the complexities of contracts can be and how it can stifle you and actually they'll basically tell you now you can't release this until we feel it's good enough to go out I see you liking him to Jay-Z in terms of his writing abilities and Wayne yes mm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, class for that that's right. So what, do you, what are you doing in the community in terms of paying it forward? I know you're just headlining now currently. You, you're basically making the noise, but you've been in the game for long enough. Like you said, since 2010. So you've got 20 years in this invested already on and off. Uh, I wouldn't say 20, more like 10, 11. But, um, you're not going to tell me <laughs> and also not oh, yeah, like sorry. I haven't been like actively in the game, but mm. I've been doing my own thing on yeah. the side i've been writing i have content for days and so forth um giving back to the community i am in no position right now to give back to the community the way i want to yeah. but but i've seen some change though um when i play my music loud in the court light is they learn it mm. and they already my new track is not even out yet already right. light is are walking in the road um screaming Mm. And like for me that is just like being a positive role model yeah, to these right. children giving them some hope that an ordinary guy like me living mm. in my area who's still on the ground yeah. walking past me there's that bra walking yeah. mm. um i'm singing his music so there's better for us out there i like to look at myself for uh, like a, a figure of hope yeah. And inspiration to the children in the community now. Sorry, sorry, but the fact that you know, I mean, it's by overlooked man. When I was in the way, was it for a colored DJ um name to make it back in the day? Yeah. But I was like, oh shit, oh fuck, I can't do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 With Cubit, not that Cubit, I took it in the way, but I did DMC now. To that by a Filipino DJs become a yeah. choir act man. They see a surprise because of their influence man. That's a quite fact that they actually yeah. mentioned. Yeah, yeah man. They were gonna ask man, for for the three man and all like was it support for this man, like in the community. You need any community, but in your ear, you should man, like it was your like in your ja, nee, mijn broers en mijn vrienden en allemaal wat weet ik doen die ding. Het nog altijd op mij gedrukt en gezien. Nou, kijk je, druk mijn broer man. Drop a number half on your and a number van your man, die dying dying man, my bro, drop by in a man, my bro, to sit the bread, gun clomp here for din, my bro, gana, my bro. They've always been there, my bro. They went to the extent of booking me at events, I don't pitch up my bro. It was always just me not wanting to do this thing, man. But yeah, the support has always been there and it's still there today. Kiki, there's a rumor going around that. The unworld approached you to, to sign with them. Is it true? And if it is true, why did you say no to them and yes to Celeste? By the way, it's quite, it's blazed because yeah. Celeste, by the way, I get the, I get the podcast to see with you in um, Joe's Zone. Joe's Zone. But they say, who's the main thing? Now cipher to. I never knew that. Eh? That's, it's something else, eh? I mean, if she does that for, for the cipher, imagine what she's going to do for her artist, man. Yeah, people, you know don't, uh, people like to talk from the outskirts, man. 
They don't experience things. They're not in the situation, but your comment is going to change whatever other people are thinking yeah. of a certain person or a certain mm-hmm. um, opinion or whatever it is. But yeah, you're not in that situation, so I don't like the judgment from the outside. Mm. But the unworth, that is something I don't really want to talk about, but I was approached by Ninja. Ninja spoke to me and him spoke over the phone. Um, we were in verbal agreements and he asked me, um, not to post and um, mm. he offered to produce all my stuff for me yeah. you see and but all after lockdown man and uh, right now um, I couldn't really wait man yeah. and certain things that he set up for me was just it, it wasn't to my liking man I won't like mm. with all with no disrespect towards yeah. him they mm. are like really big men mm. they, you can't that those people are millionaires in dollars you can't yeah <laughs> I'm not asking that yeah. in, in a sense of uh rights to my creativity yeah, I can okay. I can do my own thing and that is what I want I don't want to be told what to do yeah you understand I want to be original man that's what I stand for yeah like for me um when we interviewed Jeffrey Christ also um a couple of weeks ago with with Fidel Adams and we had an impromptu off-air discussion just pertaining to um some of the guys he knew that was in the crew um that went overseas with the Antwoord and what came out from that um I went to disclose it but just to say that when they own you they basically own everything you don't walk away there with rights to your music it's basically signing your, you're signing everything away yeah. for once or fear apart techies in a outfit but okay there's there's a standard in, in the industry by means of doing that this is not like a yeah but that's that's not something mental honestly something that you would have done in the 60s with motown records mm. whatever when you're 360 deal was yeah but, but that was way but before when you had no be- other choice when you had no other choice you were just given an advance and stuff like that it's standard label mm. operations where you know they they invest money in you that you have to pay back mm. yeah. you don't own the rights to your music everything they publish through them they own mm-hmm. and royalties as well sometimes they take most of your royalties like I've heard of a label taking 80% of an artist's royalties fuck that shit independence I I will, so I will give them their due in terms of the fact that they have a massive fan base and support and an extremely mobile um, marketing machine that gets people onto those stages. And I'm sure for a lot of people, should you see the limelight, but looking at those same guys, down, out, ass, out, a couple of, less than a year after the interaction with, with that um, company. And it's, it's heartbreaking. And we actually discussed this on the show we say be happy for Kwan, um, G-Boy, be happy for Slag Easter, mm. seeing them move up, reaching those stages, doing those tours. But our main concern was we hope the guys are covered and that they are going to be well off, at least manage their money that they do get mm. while they're yeah. in, in the space. Because limelight in the While they're being looked after, or does yeah. this benefit them as much as it does the label? Yeah, mm. that is it's the question. Yeah, it should be like a 50-50 type of thing, but say benefit yeah. in, it benefit type of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. 
so yeah going forward for you guys i wish nothing but the best um i'd obviously like to see you grow i'd love to see what the music video looks like next week it's dropping next week the 20 31st okay i'm thinking about shutdown again <laughs> shutdowns on the 27th um but yeah so we'd like to see what 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 happens from that um but cape town music industry is fickle I see a lot of guys supporting you. You didn't say on your Facebook page that it is your first signed artist. Yes. And you got another guy, AK Up and AK Domination, yes. AK Domination. Um, when, and I remember when you launched Revolution, um, wasn't um, Bodice him also going to sign? No, the situation with Bodice was when they created the tribe. It mm-hmm. was the four of them. Yeah. It was Bodice, Dante, Dubs and Carter. Yeah. So I was managing Dubs and Carter for a little while. But that was just as the management, getting them gigs, okay. doing the things. Um, and then they got an offer somewhere else, mm. which was cool. Um, however, I still worked with them. We, there was never any contract signed like with any other artists that yeah. I've been working with over the years. It was just me wanting to help, you mm. know, getting them gigs, yeah. making sure they get interviews, booking studio time. I spent like 6K on studio time for them already. Shit. So, <laughs> but that's just, you know, that's that's all the things I had to go through mm. when I finally decided, okay, this is now really, I need to do this now officially. Yeah. You know, like I was investing time and money into artists already mm. um, without anything happening officially mm. on paper. And then when things turn around, like when they get to where they wanted to be, yeah. I all of a sudden don't exist to them anymore. Sure. Yeah, I think this is um, sad. And we picked it up in a couple of posts. Um, we didn't actually want to bring that, that part up. But um, for a promoter, um, label owner, etc. You obviously you putting in. People don't seem to value the amount of your time, your connections, like you said, your network, your your phone book, um, your years in the industry working with corporate schools. We both worked with Sprite before, so mm-hmm. we know the pitfalls of having working with with a with a major sponsor, um, and what the demands can be on you as an event organizer. And a lot of people will say, and that's that's the thing about Cape Town. Man. It's like People tend to listen to one part of the story, one person's view of you based on their interactions with you. Mm. And they don't seem to know, it's like a lot of people haven't worked in the professional environment, so to say, like in a corporate environment. So you don't know the protocols that go along with that. So it's easy for people to talk cuck about the next person. But when the shit comes back and it claps back and there's repercussions, which I saw this morning with you, there was two instances. It's like people seem to think that we are either Mickey Mouse or stuff like that, and we won't take things further. You can just say what you want to, but when you're putting, um, disparaging somebody's name and image, and they're basically their brand. And threatening their safety. Threatening their safety, that is bullshit, and we need to call people out for that. So irrespective, and this is, I think, largely due to the patriarchal impact or the male-dominated thing in the scene. Where hey, that's a, that's a topic for all other No, no, it's, it's show. A, it could be very well. We could, we could, <laughs> have, we could <laughs> have another one. We'd love to have you on. But what we're trying to say here is that these type of things happen to a lot of um, females within the industry, um, business owners, etc. where the people feel that it's just a right to say this, and whether it's to males or to females as well, this bullshit needs to end. It's like if you have an issue, if you have somebody's, you hear something about crow, for instance, Instead of just going on with that, people should rather go to crow yourself directly and say, my bro is diva, it's a so and so gemak, whatever the case may be. True. You can either tell you, okay, my bro is fuck off on your business, right? Um, because nah, that is my kind of story. It is your kind of story. You give your view and then from there you formulate your own opinion. But the Cape Town industry is like, nah, I was at the camp, I'm like, fuck all. You know, how many districts we had to hear about Yield the Wood already? 
Grab in the buckets and the grab in the buckets. It's like you don't want to promote um, the next person, but like we like all oh, up, go and do what you want to do. If you don't like us, whatever, go and do what you want to do. Mm. I mean, I've seen movements come and go. I've seen organizations that try to emulate what we do come and go. It's like you have to be in this for the right reasons. Mm. And if you don't have love for hip hop and you're just trying to make a crew out of hip hop. You ain't gonna last, Dixie. Mm. And that's, that's what I love about Crowbars, is mm. that there's a, there's a real authenticity to him. Oh, yeah. You know, like, on his, in his videos, when he says things on social media, you can tell it's all coming from a real place. Mm. He's mm. not faking it, there's nothing extra about him, you know, it's just what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. And I love that. So, yeah, man. Check this up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, give us, like, a background as to how the, the, the single came about. But for me, it was like, um, I was like, all of a sudden, all the freestyles, okay, did you before it was written? Or was it now, is it like now when it sounds by a freshman? Uh, uh, no, that is, everything I do is old, man. <laughs> so the single, as, as a single, uh, like the single is also old. The single I'm dropping now is, was done in like, think, I think 2016, 2017. Okay, okay. I'm not sure. Kyle is gems. Kyle is a lot of, there's stuff that I've listened mm. to for all these of 2010 that I feel needs to be re-recorded. Mm. Like he's got gems this one, this is actually when I met my girlie, man. <laughs> <laughs> this one is when I met my girlie, yeah. I was actually with my car with the other kid this time. I was staying with the girlie. Okay, and then I met this girlie, man. Yeah, oh, and she was just like different to what I'm used to, man. Yeah. It's just like everything that a man dream of yet is, yeah, right in front of you. And... Everything that I say in that song is true and <laughs> took shape here and I saw this thing, man. And then I just wrote that, came up with a song for her and only dropped it three years later. We got to light it today. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, yeah. So, this is, but is in it? Say, mark me not mal, man. The girl, mark me not mal. I all what they get to say what I number. Oh, yeah. Anything else? I'm good, good, good. Okay, so, this, um, so how as working on on the cipher, the the, the, the uh, working for the SBC mm. and that that thing is how is that shaped? How you treat your artists and how you see see your record label? Let me tell going you. Forward. Let me tell you from the beginning, and you will know this. And when we start, well, when I started at Good Hope in two thousand and nine, mm. they weren't playing Afrikaans hip hop at all. And um, so that was our main mission, myself and Dee, was to, you know, break break that barrier and get them to make that happen. Um, but when it comes to my treatment of artists, it, it w- really wasn't from Good Hope mm. at all. It was actually before Good Hope FM. Okay. Um, because I don't know if you know that I used to host my own hip-hop events at the Kilani Racetrack. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of, I've, I haven't been, I, I, was, I was never there. But I could buy a word, but edit my bio hotel. Yes, Eddie used to come, mm. yeah. So I was hosting hip-hop events at Kilani Racetrack, and literally it was just to create a stage for artists. So um, that's how I met Bluxem Stral mm. and B-Boy the Curse and all those okay. guys. I met them during that time. And um, w- I would host these events, and I would always speak to artists and, you know, listen to, actually listen to them. And a lot of what I was getting was that there's no platforms for them, there's no support, radios don't play their music, there's no stages... You know, they don't have any platforms to do anything, basically. And uh, when I heard that D was on Good Hope, mm. 
I won't lie, guys. I made a Facebook status about it. I was like, I want to be Ready D's co-presenter. And mm. like two weeks after that, I got the opportunity to meet him and we chatted about some stuff. And I went there and I was like, look, I don't want to go and meet this bra empty-handed. Now, how is he going to remember me? Like, what am I going to do to make Ready mm. D remember me? Because this is my icon. Like, mm. I've, I've grew up listening to POC yeah. and, you know, Ready D used to come to our school. And mm. like, this was like, you know, <laughs> it's almost like I was meeting... I don't know. But you Jesus. guys know what I'm So I, w- I wanted to be remembered. And, and at the time, I was already working with artists. So my very first time I met D, I took rappers with me. And then I was like, do you want to hear what these guys can do? And then he was like, okay, cool, let's hear it. And then they spat for him. And then he asked me to come back the next week with more MCs. And I was like, okay, cool. Mm. And then I just kept going back and back with more mm. rappers. And I did that for three years uh, before Group actually gave me a contract. No, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, <laughs> you must first be on probation for yeah. 10 years yeah. so um so basically that's but my treatment of artists is just literally listening to them and seeing what's lacking in the industry when it comes to artists specifically cape town artists mm-hmm. because i feel your artists have a bigger disadvantage the audience is smaller because joburg is like five mm. times the size of yeah. cape town so your audience is automatically reduced the media attention is all in joburg so already your media attention mm. is off the table. So what have you got? Mm. You've got your skills and that's about it. Mm. So my mission was to just assist in b- make creating events, building platforms and spreading the word of these artists and using my network to basically build them. Mm. Yeah. No, stop, stop. And that's how I came up with my the whole business uh, model for Revolutions Music and Media is based on everything that I've learned over these years and working with different artists. Okay, no. I like it, yes. Um What's in store for the We Love Hip Hop event series? I mean, obviously I now with COVID-19. I'll come back. I, I <laughs> will come back. Let's talk about crowbars. <laughs> what's in store for crowbars? Yeah, what's in store for crowbars? Yeah. <laughs> crowbars got three tracks coming for, for 2020. Um, it's, can I name it? Yes. Okay, so it's <laughs> Mal, the first one now, and then it's Why... And then told you once that is gonna drop in 2020, and then 2021 was cake mouth COVID. No, you're planning on releasing yeah. the album for then? Yes, I am in okay. 2021, definitely. Mm. Any um, collabs? What's I want to see the pa pizza fat with the pa? Yeah, there's a, there's a <laughs> few collabs. <laughs> a few collabs that uh, I would love to do, mm. but nothing um, like concrete yet. Mm. Just in the talks, basically. Yeah, I've but seen yeah. also on, the, on social media, I've seen a lot of like support from your fellow rappers. I know Barazim came out to say, like, Kiki and I. Mm. Boris actually messaged me for yeah. Carl's number, and I was like, no, I'm not going to give you mm. Boris's number. Um, <laughs> no, me, me and Boris is in like. Yeah. We on a first name basis mm. now. Mm. I have his number on my nah, phone. We're we, we talking. Yeah, he also sent me something to mm. work on. Can I look at this? So nah, One I'm thing I want to say on mm. air, while everyone's here to witness, I will say this. You must be very wary of people who approach you now. Because they'll do that just to get clout behind their name. Mm. Because most of the time you'll find that it's people who have been circling for the longest time. Yeah. To build themselves up, and now they're gonna y- ride your wave. <laughs> so I agree with it. I agree with it. hundred percent. My eyes are wide open. Mm. My eyes are wide open. I have a very good judgment on people, and uh, I, I just take it as it comes. Mm. Yeah. You see, so 
if you approach me now and you come with a genuine vibe to me mm. i'll i'll take that for now yeah but everything you say i take with a pinch of salt yeah you see kijk wat ek nou wat voor nou oggen dit ding nou wanneer gaan sê jou persoon wees man want baie mense kry die bietjie hype dan dink hulle sal maar nou kyk hier bra ek is die hype gaat nog na jou kop toe nie die hype moet sustain word deur week man you must have something to back up whatever you are claiming to be or people are like um saying you are you have to have something to back it up you have to have something behind your name that's why when i didn't want to mention this but youngster cpt told me yeah i'm in iran has got the west coast beat there i wanted to feature on and whatever so okay cool but before we feature i would love to make a name for myself man You see, I want people to uh, to have a reason, and and they must say, okay, now nah, that is why youngster mm-hmm. CPT is featuring him. No, I respect that. I mean, in, and that is how the game is, man. You must be able to stand on your own two feet, man. Cons- consistency is key. Mm. And you can have the feature with this brat today, but what are you going to do after that? Mm. People are going to be all about, ah, oh, Crowbars, Crowbars is featuring with oh, me and Aaron. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay, oh, okay. Crowbars, where is he now? Nah, I'm not going to full of music. Nah, not like that. You must be able to stand on your own two feet before... Mm. People really like recognize you. Well, yeah, that should be about. should be more case of crowbars featuring youngster CPT. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. That is exactly what I said. Oh, yeah. oh, but it can go both ways, man. Crowbars feature young CPT, <gasps> and young young CPT features crowbars. That is how it goes. Can I just share something? Can you come secret Corn mash. Uh, hey, hey, can I eat you back? Uh, interview with Crowbars now. Um, what time can I call you back? We'll call you um, what you need. Client confirmed Crowbars got a deal. What is this? That's Rumatel. That's Rumatel. Oh, fuck. I'm going to be a two fucking bulbots. Two billboards, my bro, and a photo shoot now. So yeah, he hasn't shit. even dropped a single yet, and Vuma tells all up on him. So let's have impressment. There's no requirement. It's what I do. It's what I do. The world of Vuma tells us if we're going to make a fire. Oh yeah, make a fire. The studio needs fire. Vuma tells. Who can who can run up there? Now that's stop. You heard it first, right here. Right here, right yeah. Right now. Um, can we end up by one note? Yeah, on high note, can we do it? Keep it short and sweet. Um, we all where the people don't always have access to the the data to watch longer um, mm. podcast streams. So we need to be cognizant of that, um, especially in our community. Maar as lo wey wil maak, kan lo wey maak. So we must kijk op jou Tommy's phone, kijk die interview, get to know more about Kyle um, from the Parkwood. Um, Celeste from Revolution Media. Um, for all up and coming artists, if you think you can cut the the cloth, so to say, um, send her your mixtape. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> My inbox is like full already, guys. Just chill. So no, what's going to happen yeah. is on our website, we're going to have a page for um, unsigned and, st- and talented. And yeah. basically, everyone who feels that they've got what it takes, the page will be available there for to create 
uh, profiles, upload their music, mm. and um, it will be available to public as well. So the public can go onto the website, listen to the music, and whoever gets, you know, a lot of attention, and mm. whoever, then we would look at working with them. I've also seen yeah. on, on previous um, Facebook posts of yours how you've been educating um, artists in terms of registering their music, etc. Yes. Following the the correct procedures and making sure that their stuff is worthy of being played in a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting the quality levels right because I think a lot of it is lost when you're working in your bedroom with fruity loops and uh, maybe a Cash Crusaders mic, etc. We all have to start somewhere, but there's also, loops, no? also like also also levels of professionalism, mastering, mixing, etc. Like so yeah, we just want to encourage everybody out there. It's like don't give up on your dreams, but this is not an overnight thing. This takes years of graft to perfect your yep. skill. Yes, um, like like Crow said, um, there is. He's got volumes of material that's just waiting there to be released. Um, like Celeste also said, it's like there's quality. I mean, there's gems mm. in in the stash over there. So yeah, um, yeah. In closing, um, dude, all the best for the future. I can see your copas rich copas cool. Thank you. Celeste, I can see you somebody that wants to leave this industry in a better position <laughs> as what you found it. Yes. And much uh, love for that. And uh, I, I can see you're going to achieve it. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, that's it. Say it with my Zoom. Say it with me, I can make it. Plus, Zoom is still full as a beast. Yeah, Zoom. I'm going to spit. Yeah, this was like a man, the beast. My egg likes and tight sticks is a stick at this stage, man. This is a PC in the comment. Yeah. Shot guys, please.